This is going to be a fun one. Do you have like a plan? Of course. I wouldn't be much of a host if I didn't. Oh, okay. Because you didn't say anything, so I was just like, I hope he has it all planned out. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, well, you know. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. May the force be with you, Knotheads, and welcome to a very special episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. This is episode number 23. It has been 40 years since the original movie, Star Wars A New Hope, episode 4, was released on May 25th, 1977. My name is Tom Van Zant. With me are my magical and my metal co-hosts. Of course, we have Mr. 110% himself, D-Rock, Derek Mitris. The new face of America, your United States 92nd knockout champion. What's up? Yes, controversial but true. And if you didn't listen to this past week's episode of Aussie in the Palm, you should definitely do so. Cowboy. Cowboy. That's right, folks. We have a very special guest with us this week. The man, the myth, the cowboy, Mr. Rich Ethier. All right, man. What's up, everybody? How are you? Thank you for the invite tonight. Good to have you aboard. How you been? Very good, sir. You know, I've just been trying to keep that cowboy hat on the lowdown, you know? (laughs) Not down low enough. No, not low down enough. It's all over Facebook. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Nice. When you dropped that picture, it was basically the greatest picture on the internet that day. Wait till you see my Boba Fett helmet with my cowboy hat on that. (laughs) Well, don't give it away. Don't give it away. (laughs) (laughs) Delete. 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 Speaking of delete. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, It's the man who brings the money. Mr. J. Money. Senior Bow, D-Rock, Cowboy Rich, I knew you'd come. <laughs> What's up, money? <laughs> What's up, money? Yo. Happy 40th anniversary of Star Wars to you. Thanks. You're one of the few people, well, Rich too, who was alive when it originally came out. Oh, we're going to go there. Derek was not. Absolutely, dude. Derek is I the I missed baby. it by six months, He's and I was, uh, I was alive when it got re-released in the theaters. Yes, yes. But you still weren't there when all the magic first happened. Magic. 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 Magic is finding your first Star Wars figure on a shelf at Woolworths. That is magic. Is that where you found your first Star Wars figure? Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, we'll definitely get into that. We're going to talk all about Star Wars, the toys, the movies, our favorite scenes, favorite characters. I've got a little quiz I want to throw at you guys. Test your Star Wars knowledge. But before we do that, let me give Jay Money a chance to drop a little social media presence and let everyone know how they can find all things Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Well, Tom, you can follow us on Instagram at NotPodcast1. 
Follow us on Twitter at NotPodcast1. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash NotPodcast1. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube, podknife.com. Leave us a five-star review. And check us out on the brand new nerdpodcastmafia.com website where you can listen to full episodes as well. Tom. You are so money and you don't even know it. You know, it's interesting that you bring up the Nerd Podcast Mafia website because I have some very exciting news that I want to share with you guys. We officially have new members to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Well, don't everybody sound so excited at once? (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. You know, the point of a conversation is one person speaks and then the other people speak back. It's a little give and take action. (laughs) That's how this is supposed to go. Are we still in that group? We are, yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure either. Come on. Don't be dicks. I don't even know what the group is. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going to know all about it. It's a little consortium of like-minded podcasts, all nerdy related or, you know, podcasts that talk about nerdy stuff. And we, yeah, like cowboy hats. And we get together and we chat and we promote each other and we tweet and do all kinds of stuff on social media and i'm very pleased to announce that hashtag the nerdy dozen worked because we now have a nerdy dozen in the nerd podcast mafia we actually have a baker's dozen there's technically 13 podcasts now but that makes it a baker's dozen so it's still a dozen so i'm calling it the nerdy dozen and our new podcasts welcome in to the group aussie in the palm i knew you'd come Hell yeah. Okay. That's awesome. I knew you'd be happy about that one, at least, Jay Money. We also have... Oh, I've been championing for that for a long time now. We all have, yes. So our our efforts have finally paid off, so that was good. Also, there is a podcast called Dinner and a Podcast. I knew you'd come. They're from New York, so welcome to you guys. We also... New York, USA? New York, USA, Earth, Milky Way. Yeah. New York City, or...? I don't know. You'd have to ask them. I know they're based in New York. There's a big difference between upstate New York and, like, New York City. Yeah, it's like Buffalo or... Buffalo? <laughs> we'll find out more about them. I'm just giving you the basics. <laughs> so, is, so, Tom, is the Mafia, like, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but only us and us in the Palm are the extraordinary ones? <sighs> Man, you just <laughs> love starting shit. I don't know what I'm just asking. Is. No, they're all extraordinary. Okay. Except for one, which will... Na- I, don't, I don't know all of them, that's why I'm asking. Except for one, which will remain nameless, because, you know... He thinks I'm an arrogant prick, but everyone else yeah. is extraordinary. Call 45's from Texas, right? Yes, they are. Yeah, so they like cowboy hats. Well, I don't think they're wearing them, <laughs> though. I think Rich is wearing a cowboy hat in New England, and in Texas, they're not wearing cowboy hats. So okay. Time to bring it. So anyway, the getting back to my announcement, the other podcasts now involved. Nerdify is another one of the podcasts now in the Mafia. I knew you'd come. And nerds chatting i knew you'd come so we have four new members wonderful the nerdy dozen is alive and well and we're one big happy mafia family so very exciting news very psyched for aussie and the palm to be involved i think they're going to do great things promoting everybody else and congrats guys and welcome good to have you so does the palm only watch uk championship wrestling from wwe j money no he watches everything Oh, okay. But does he mark out like when the you know, you know, you kingdom guys come out or what? Oh, he goes crazy, dude. Crazy on Twitter. Cool. All right. And that's your wrestling talk moment for the 
for the show. I watched Backlash. Finished watching Backlash tonight, and I just started watching NXT tonight, too. Takeover? Yes. Awesome. That's what I was talking about, the UK thing, because they had a UK match. Yeah, they had a match. Mm. All right, moving on, Tom. You sure? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Okay, are you sure? Mm-hmm. About wrestling, yeah. Okay. Any quick nerd news worth mentioning before we get into the main event discussing Star Wars? Yes. What do you got? Just released today was the new Dark Universe Cinematic Universe for Universal Studios. The hell's that? It is Universal's modern take on all the Universal monsters that it's going to start with The Mummy starring Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That'll be cool. And the Bride of Frankenstein movie has a release date in about a year and a half, I believe. And the director of that movie will be the person who directed Beauty and the Beast, the, the new live action one. Hmm. They haven't named the um, actress who's going to play in uh, Bride of Frankenstein yet, but it will be announced soon. And Russell Crowe is going to be playing Dr. Jekyll. Well, that makes sense because he's already in The Mummy. Oh, he is? Oh, okay. I didn't know Yeah, that. his character's in The Mummy, so I wonder... Was he in the trailers? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see it. I don't yeah, he's talking, to, he's talking to Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the organization that's going to track the monsters is going to be led by, you know, Russell Crowe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what it looked like when he was talking to Tom Cruise in the Mummy trailer. Mm-hmm. Is Creature from the Black Lagoon going to be part of this? Probably all, all those guys. I think all the classic, really cool. yeah, all the classic Universal monsters are going to be in it. My favorite. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, if you look, if you look at the uh, credits, it says Russell Crowe is Doctor Henry Jekyll. There you go. Nice. That's so cool. I thought that was that was kind of cool. I mean, I, I know everyone is copying Marvel with their cinematic universe, like uh, you know Hasbro's, which has not even existed yet, and then now this, and you know DC. But you know, whatever. Godzilla, Godzilla, Something King cool. Kong, yeah, Godzilla, yeah. There you go with what That's, works, you know. Yep. Awesome. Any other bits of news? I well, saw the, light, the latest trailer to uh, Transformers last night, and I have to say it's starting to look pretty cool. Well, you are a resident Transformers nut job, so of course yeah. you, it could be a picture of Optimus Prime taking a dump for two and a half minutes and you'd think it was cool. No, man, I'm not a huge Bayformer fan, to be honest with you. you know, Bay, these movies are a Bay, lot, I like the same, but... Bayformer. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, I, the new one looks pretty cool. Yeah. How do you feel about Optimus being a bad guy, though? I think it'll be pretty cool. I mean, maybe Nemesis Prime will make a twist into the into the appearance of the movie, because through most of the Transformers series, like Transformers Prime, and, you know, there's always been an evil Optimus, and it's been Nemesis Prime, so nobody Was any possessed it. by the Dark Spark? Yep, I think so, or something like that. Yeah, that's so what happens we'll in this to, one. We'll just have to see. All right. Well, thanks for spoiling it for us, Jay Money. <laughs> Looking for some more Dinobot action now, for sure. Yeah, I guess Grimlock's in this, right? Yep. Hell yeah. That's cool. Good. Nice. There's a, there's a bunch of them in this one. Slag and Swoop and... Snarl. Snarl, yeah. How about you, Money? You got yeah. any nerd bites you want to throw at us before we get into the Star Wars discussion? Well, I went to see Alien Covenant. Oh, give us a quick and dirty review. Three stars. It was okay. Not the greatest thing ever. If you didn't like Prometheus, you're not going to like this, so... Mm. It was almost the same movie. Really? Yeah, yeah Prometheus no, sucks. Oh, well, then you guys won't like this, so don't even bother. <laughs> I think Derek will like it. One thing that uh, I just can't get my head around is why can't they have more than one alien at a time? Because, like, in this movie, there's one alien, they kill that alien, and, you know, they think everything's okay. Then there's another one alien, then they kill that one alien. It's like, why can there never be 
more than one alien like in a scene at a, the same time. It just well, drove me crazy. Especially because well, thanks they're... for that spoiler review there, buddy. <laughs> Nobody cares. Especially because there were definitely more than one alien in Aliens. Alien. With... Yeah, it's just I they're mean, there's more than man. one, but they're never together. They always kill one, and then another one shows up. There's never like two at a time. It just it drives me kind of crazy. That's yeah. what drove me crazy about this movie. Aren't they kind of like of a hive mind? Like, wouldn't they attack together? Yes. Yeah. Doesn't make so, sense. I don't, I don't know. It was all right. I gave it three stars. It was a little better than Prometheus. Did the aliens I, at least look good? Like, did they look like the traditional aliens from the old movies, or did they tweak? Yeah, got face huggers looked, in this. Yeah, thing? yeah, there was face huggers in this. Hmm. Nice. Yep. They're, the aliens look, you know, like the same. Uh, the traditional aliens. Hmm. They're a little, a little bit, a little bit more organic and less metallic. Oh, see, I don't like that. Uh, well, I think they're getting to the next movie. You'll see why they become more metallic. Oh, okay. They kind of hinted at it in this one. Yeah, because I always like that old H.R. Uh, Geiger look, you know, to those aliens that bio. Yeah, we're getting there. So the the next one that comes out, I think, will by the end of it, you'll see an alien that looks just like the first one in uh, the first Alien movie. Cool. Was uh, there an alien baby that Sigourney Weaver came out and hugged, like an Alien <laughs> Resurrection? <laughs> there were like young aliens that were small. Dog, you heard dog yeah, aliens, right? Yeah, now? like dog aliens. But they don't they don't stay small for long. They grow pretty fast, if I remember correctly. Well, they get killed because there's never more than one alien on screen at the same time. That's uh, lame. Yeah, it's just, just space herpes running around. <laughs> yeah, it was all. It, like I said, it, it was okay, but I gave it three stars. Did any Hulk dogs appear? <laughs> this isn't Ang yes. Lee directing. This oh, is. Okay. Who was it? Ridley Scott? Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So you would say Redbox rental? Yes. Wait for Redbox, and hopefully you don't get a paper movie. Oh, God. That was a great story, Money. <laughs> did you see the video? I did. It was yeah. great. Hey, you know what? Sometimes the funniest things are real life. Oh, totally. I also picked up Logan on Blu-ray earlier this week. Nice. If you get the uh, Best Buy steel box, it comes with the black and white version, which is pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'll be picking that up. Hell yeah. I thought you didn't like Logan, Derek. I I like it enough to buy it on Blu-ray. Really? I've had my problems with it, but it is a Marvel movie, so I'm going to have to buy it. Right. Well, why don't we take a minute and actually introduce our guest co-host, Rich Ethier, because I know the Knotheads have heard us mention him in previous podcasts, but nobody really knows Rich. So, Rich, why don't you take a minute and tell all of our listeners a little bit about yourself, your geek cred, what you're really into, and how you uh, started wearing cowboy hats. Cowboy. All right, man. Well, we'll leave the cowboy hat part out, but... Uh, <laughs> no way. Name, <laughs> my name is Rich Ethier. And, I mean, your uh, name I, is Cowboy Rich. Cowboy. There it is. It All is right, now, anyway. Is cowboy Rich. <laughs> so how long before someone starts a Twitter handle, Cowboy Rich Fan Club? No, I think I think you need Cowboy Rich's hat. That's <laughs> That should be a Twitter account. <laughs> Somebody make a Twitter account about Cowboy Rich's hat. J- right, just so, for the um, not, hold on, before you go into who you are, let me just explain <laughs> to the knotheads, because I'm sure they're wondering why we're bagging on this. There's nothing wrong with cowboy hats. I'm sure we have plenty of listeners out there that wear cowboy hats, but we do not know Rich to wear a cowboy hat. So I want you folks to imagine to yourselves that you have a good friend who you've known for 20 years, and suddenly you see a picture of him on Facebook, and he's wearing a spaghetti strainer on his head. Would that look awkward to you? <laughs> Would it seem out of place? Because that's about as comparable as I can put Rich's picture of the cowboy hat. Cowboy. 
it's right there as if one of your good friends was inexplicably wearing a spaghetti strainer on his head. That's how I compare it. All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> I love you, by the so way. I love you too, brother. And I was born in 70, so I grew up in the 80s watching. I remember fond memories of running home from grade school to catch Force 5 on Boston 25. Uh, <laughs> yes. Growing up watching the super robots like Grandizer and Guy King and, you know, Star Blazers and stuff. Transor and, Z. Uh, Absolutely. That was part of my childhood. So growing up with the Shogun Warriors and then uh, then filtering into Star Wars and Transformers and uh, became a huge collector when I was little. And, and that collecting has been pretty much through my whole life. And I actually met Tom at same Bat Channel. Oh, my God. Before that, that yeah. was uh, Entertainment Earth at the Hoyoke Mall. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was Moondance Comics yeah. right before that. It was, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it was nothing as cooler as on a Friday night going to uh, see Tom pushing the latest issues of all those comics out there and yeah. uh, talking nerd with him. Oh, and, my uh, God. We awesome. would just sit there and talk nerdy shit for hours on end. <laughs> yeah, so I have a pretty vast Transformers collection. Pretty much, you know, been into it for 30 years plus now. So also a huge Star Wars fan. Also, uh, you know, been following Star Wars since, since it was introduced. Awesome. A little bit about myself. And you're one of our boys. Cowboy. Absolutely. And Rich, did Hasbro ever come over to see your collection? Because I remember you had talked about that at one point. No, nope, I sent them a few photos and they were impressed by it. And uh, they said that somebody from the Esong Metal office, I believe, was going to contact me, but they never contacted me. So is that, closed. Hold on. Is that <laughs> Esong Meadow, Massachusetts, USA, Earth, Milky Way? You got it, buddy. Well, listen, yeah. your collection is freaking nuts and unrivaled, and you have a Facebook page, actually, where you post a lot of stuff on. Why don't you tell people about that? Sure, thanks. It's called Icon Rest Stop, and I actually haven't been doing too many photos on it because as life, get, life gets a hold of you, and you know you get pretty busy working full-time and then being with family and uh, going through personal stuff. But yeah, you know, I, in my spare time, I would take some photos of my toys and just, uh, you know, I said, oh, this is pretty cool. So I, I'm, I'm on a few Facebook groups and, you know, I take one or two pictures and I throw them up there and all of a sudden everybody's like, holy crap, you know, these pictures are pretty fucking awesome, you know, and all of a sudden turned into starting to do galleries of the pictures and then it turned into my friends like, oh, you know, why don't you do your own little Facebook page? And all of a sudden, close to a thousand people following it right now. Well, that, you got more followers than we do on our fucking Not Another Nerdy Facebook page. <laughs> yes. So yeah. tell your followers to follow us, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, follow these guys, man. <laughs> what I would love for you to do is maybe take a couple of your really cool collection pictures and we'll post them up on the Not Another Nerdy page so the Knotheads can see what we're talking about. Absolutely. Buddy. And no we'll, problem. we'll put a link to Iacon Rest Stop as well, so... Appreciate that. Thank no you. problem. Thanks for coming on for this very special episode. All right. Yeah, I'm so, actually pretty excited about it, you know. So that's Cowboy Rich, everyone. Yeehaw. Cowboy. And <laughs> he's going to be raging with us in New York come October because he will also be coming along for New York Comic Con. Oh, can't wait. No oh, boy. That's going to be wait. that's going to be a dangerous time. weekend. <laughs> Rich Cowboy Rich was the person who actually got our tickets for us. Yes, he procured oh, yes. the tickets. Well, actually, technically, he procured your tickets. You procured my ticket, my friend. Yes. So you are. It wasn't so difficult to score Comic Con tickets. It's it's like jumping through hoops and and you know. 
Yeah, it's crazy. It is. It is. But I guess they they need those safeguards in place because I guess people were abusing it, man. They were scalping tickets and doing all kinds of crazy shit with the tickets. So I guess it makes sense. It's just a pain in the ass for those of us who have lives, like you said, and and families and who work. But we made it happen, so we will all be there. It's going to be amazing. It is. All right, cool. Well, boys. Boys! Today is the 40th anniversary. If, if you're listening to this on a Thursday, May 25th, it is the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, A New Hope. So we're going to talk about Star Wars. I'm going to go around the room real quick and give you each a chance to tell me exactly what your fondest memory of Star Wars is when you first remembered seeing the movie and what the impression it gave you. And we're going to start with our youngest member of the group, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. I remember seeing Return of the Jedi in the movies in 1983. I was five then, so that's the earliest movie memory I can think of, and it was a Star Wars movie. I would assume I saw the other ones before that, like at home, but I don't remember because that was a long time ago. But I remember going to see Return of the Jedi and that opening scene when they're walking into Jabba's palace and the Gamorrean guards are... You know, snorting around the place and C three PO and R two were going down the dark corridor. It was it was intense. Yeah, for a five awesome. for a five year old, I imagine it would be. <laughs> yeah, it was a little little scary, but it was mm-hmm. just like you're just like in awe, you know, like this is so cool. I've never even seen like anything like this before. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What about you, Jay Money? I remember seeing the first one in the theater with my father, and I just was blown away by everything. Everything, the sound, the characters, the special effects. Just I loved it. More than anything I've ever seen. Cool. And how about you, Rich? Well, let's see. I know my parents took me to see Star Wars when I was seven, because it was out in 77. I don't remember anything from it. I do remember being 11 years old. I believe Empire came out in 81, right? 1981 was it released? 80, I think. 80, yeah. 80. So I was 10 years old. I remember running around the theater, and I remember my mom and dad taking me with my sister and I remember looking up on the big screen and seeing Yoda. And then I remember looking up on the big screen and seeing Boba Fett and Bosk and the other bounty hunters for a brief second that they're in the movie. But I think just seeing Boba Fett up on the screen, because afterwards, you know, I, I kept asking my mom, it's like, Mom, you know, we got to find this figure. We got to find Boba Fett. We got to find Boba Fett. And I used to take like, like something and make a helmet out of it and draw like Boba Fett's visor on it and run around the house and play Star Wars and stuff. And those, those are some really fun memories of growing up. Awesome. Well, I've told the story numerous times, but I'll tell it again. I remember seeing the original Star Wars in 1977 at the drive-in theater. A young awesome. four-year-old Tom Van Zant laying on his dad's hood on the car hood with my brother next to me. And we're watching the drive-in, and that first time you see Vader come through the hole when he blasts through, all the stormtroopers blast through on Tantive Four to go after Leia and the Death Star plans, and Vader comes walking through, and that's just burned into my mind, that image of him coming through. And that's why, I mean, Vader's just my favorite, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but he's my favorite Star Wars character, because it's like the first character I ever saw that made a serious impression on me, and I remember I wasn't scared at all, I was just, wow, that is the coolest looking costume, like, what is, what is this guy about, and the breathing thing and all that, and yeah, that was definitely my first memory of Star Wars, and obviously, you know, I've got, I'm a nut, I got a tattoo of the Rebel Alliance symbol, I mean, I collect everything that I can get my hands on. 
especially 40th anniversary figures like R5D4. If any of my friends ever see that and maybe could grab me one, J Money. <clears throat> I haven't seen any lately. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Quick aside, J Money goes to freaking GameStop in Holyoke and sees three of these fucking limited edition, hard to find R5D4 figures, Black Series 40th anniversary figures, sitting on a peg. How many times, Derek, have I mentioned on this podcast or in our chat that I'm looking for that figure? I mean, all the podcasts that I can show up for, I, I hear you talking about. Okay. So J Money sees three of them sitting on the on the shelf, and he has the wherewithal, he has the mind to take a picture of these figures on this peg and then send it to us in the chat. But what doesn't he, but what doesn't he do, Derek? Uh, purchase it, bring it to the register. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How rude. I mean, <laughs> I understand he already had his because, well, he bought yours. But don't you think a good friend might have been looking out for his boy and grabbed one for me? It's not like I won't pay you back for it, money. I didn't know you were looking for one. Seriously, dude? <laughs> that's the story you're going with? Yeah. That's the story sticking to I it. didn't think you were collecting these. You haven't collected Star Wars figures are in 100 years. Are you insane? I just, dude, these 40th anniversary figures are absolutely gorgeous. They're awesome. The original card, the original card backs are awesome. They totally. They really are. Amazing. They're awesome. And so, all right. So, so money sees three but, of them. Doesn't buy any of them. No. So I'm out on an R5-D4. Thank you very much. We'll find you time. You could have went the next day. I couldn't. You have to work. I work. I drive oh, tractor work. trailer truck. I have pull, to... in a, pull into a GameStop, dude, and just jump out of the tractor trailer truck. <laughs> and stay, you know? Yeah, because you know GameStop parking lots are really built for tractor trailers. To... <laughs> <laughs> Especially the one at the mall. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Do me a favor, Money. Next time you see one, grab it for me. I'll pay you back, okay? Are you going to cash at me the money? I need it right away. <laughs> <laughs> You're the man who brings the money. You don't need the money right away. I'm good for it. All right. All right. So. Oh, shit. Speaking of that, we got to cash that rich the money for our New York Comic Con tickets. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, you better I'm not even that. worried about it right now, guys. So. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, really? Neither am I. You guys haven't paid Rich <laughs> well, back? Rich, Derek no, made, I, Derek made me pay him back I, the I same day. I put it day. on my credit card, to be he, honest with you. I he, put it on my credit card and... It, we the, the weekend of the con, just give me the money, and I'll have the money to spend at the con. Now, that's smart. It, that's so. good thinking. And you'll have spent it money. away beforehand. That's true. <laughs> that's actually that's smart on your part. Yeah, Derek made me give him the money right away. <laughs> you gave him. <laughs> he he came over to my house that night actually to collect it. It was like and ate all your food too. He was like Ooh. a he was like a mob enforcer coming to get his payment. <laughs> it was very scary when he showed up at my door. With the Obi Wan, with with the Obi Wan Kenobi figure. Oh man, I spent way too much money that day. He sold me. He sold me his 40th anniversary Obi Wan because he knew I was collecting them, and he also sold me a cool uh, Mini Mate exclusive. And then I gave him the 60 bucks for the ticket. So yeah, I ended up spending like 100 bucks that day (laughs) that I wasn't intending to spend. But what are you going to do? All right. Wait, we only get you one ticket, Tom. Yeah, I only need one ticket. I didn't get you two. I only get you one day ticket. Yeah, I'm only going Friday. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can't afford to take Thursday off too. That will not fly with the wife. Maybe you and Farmer Mike can take the train in. That's what I'm thinking. I said to Money last week. He can pick you up in a horse and buggy. I said to Money last week. I said he should. No. Well, he should go and party with us at least. Well, of course. Yeah. Why isn't he going? Because he's probably got to milk some cows. Horses to take care of. Yeah, he's got to tend to the chickens. Chickens need their eggs getting picked and stuff. That's it. And I need my eggs. That's right. He's got to make the maple syrup. 
think they can go one day without milking the fucking eggs or whatever. Well, I'm sure he's listening. So <laughs> milking the cows. Say to him right yeah, now. Milking the cows. Iron Mike, take that day Iron off Mike. from the farm and come with from us to the New farm. York. Come with us to New York. Come with us to New York. <laughs> okay, very good. Thank you. All right, we we just tangents galore. All right, let's get back on track. So we all talked about our first memory of Star Wars and what we love about it. Now, why don't we talk about our favorite Star Wars movie? There now, there's seven of them technically. No, I'm sorry, there's eight of them technically because I guess Rogue One would count, right? Yeah, you stupid fuck. <laughs> Whoa, charming to the last. Wow, inspired. It's technically not a Star Wars movie because it's not yes, part it of is. it's well it's not in the chapters is it Rogue Just One? because it doesn't have a crawl in the beginning doesn't mean it's not a Star Wars movie But it's, it's also Star Wars movie. it's not a chapter it's like chapter 3.5 I mean it's not really a chapter Just like yeah, the Ewoks movie it's still a Star Wars movie Tom It's not an episode is my <laughs> point It's a spin-off but for the purposes of this conversation, so you're saying that the Han Solo movie is going to be a, is not going to be a Star Wars movie. It's going to be a spinoff movie. It's going to be a Star Wars movie, but well, it, of course it's a spinoff. But it's still categorized as the same, isn't it? Yeah, but I I don't put it in the same tier as like the regular episodic Star Wars movies. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just I, mad because I didn't pick you to be Solo. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll always be your captain. Absolutely. Anyway. All right. So. Well, for the purposes of this conversation, we'll count it. We'll count it. So we, there's eight movies. So we've got Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, and The Force Awakens. So what about the Clone Wars movie? I saw that in the theater at midnight. I'm not going to count. Is okay. Is that your favorite Star Wars movie, Money? Maybe. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're not counting that. It's got the hutlet in it. <laughs> what do you got against the hutlet? Oh, God. Chicken cutlet? What? <laughs> Chicken nachos? All right. So, oh, what about good. Star Wars? Is that a Star Wars? Star Wars. <laughs> Rhoda the hutlet. I'm looking at my figure of uh, Ahsoka right now that comes with it. What about Storage Wars? All right. Well, that's All right. the Tom Van Zant story. <laughs> uh, we'll get that's another episode. All right. So, go around. Same, same order. Derek, what is your favorite Star Wars movie and why? Empire. Even though I didn't see it in the movie theater when it originally came out, that was by far my favorite. Like back in the day, when I went to my dad's house on the weekend and we'd have all those old Star Wars movies on VHS, I'd be watching those nonstop all the time. Taped off of TV? No, no, they're taped off HBO. So it had the okay. HBO, original old school HBO 80s crawl at the beginning of it. It was awesome. Very cool. Yeah, just the snow scene, the Wampa, Boba Fett, everything. Uh, you know, uh, Lando, freaking Cloud City, everything in that movie is awesome. Get Yoda. that right, buddy. How about you, Jay Money? Empire, even though I hated it when I was a kid. Oh, you got to explain what? that. Explain that. Because I thought it was, uh, it just scared the fuck out of me. And I hated Han Solo getting frozen. I hated Luke getting his hand cut off. I never seen like somebody get their hand cut off in a movie yet up to that point. True. And I just hated, I loved these characters for the last five years. I grew up with these characters, had every action figure, you know, acted out as them. Uh, what I used to do is I used to have a big giant stick in my woods behind my house, and I'd whack the stick against a tree, pretending I was Luke with the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, <laughs> Tom, no. <laughs> so, so I I just felt like I was I hated it because Luke got his hand cut off. Han Solo was he dead in the in the? I hated the sight of him in the frozen thing. It just was so 
depressing. Wait, and I, even though C-3PO said... They've encased him in carbonite. He should be quite well protected. If he survived the freezing process, that is. Well, Calrissian, did he survive? Yes, he's alive. And in perfect hibernation. That didn't, like, set your mind at ease? Nope, not at all. I just, I hated the sight of him in the, in the Frozen thing. I just, I didn't like it at all. And I, uh... I don't have any toys from Empire Strikes Back, barely at all, because I just didn't like Star Wars anymore after that. <laughs> well, what changed your mind? Jedi. Well, then why isn't Jedi your favorite? Well, because looking back now, I know that Empire is my favorite. But at the time? Like, the first one I had seen probably 15 times in the theater, and I saw Empire the one time, and I never saw it again until after Jedi came out, and I, I rented the VHS tape. Wow. Yeah, I just, I, I didn't like it. It was too much for me. Hmm. I used to like Jedi a lot when I was little, too. Well, that was the first one you saw in the theater, right? Correct. Yes. And yeah. obviously it was a little bit more geared towards kids than the other ones. With the Ewoks. and Yeah, I had, after Empire, I had nightmares, like, for days. Hmm. I just freaked out about the frozen Han Solo and Luke getting his hand cut off. I just, and then Darth Vader being Luke's father, I was like, no, no. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. can't be true i was just like he's evil he can't be his father did you wake up in the middle of the night sweating half naked like anakin skywalker did i woke up like (laughs) screaming and i remember my mom coming into my room last week yeah last week (laughs) how about you rich cowboy well it seems like this conversation is one-sided so far with uh the empire strikes back but uh i have to heartily agree with mr mitris and Jay Money as The Empire Strikes Back being my favorite movie and a number of reasons. The different types of planets that you experience within that one movie from being on Hoth where it's snowing out and you got these gigantic walkers crushing the ground and you got snow speeders flying around to the asteroid chase with the Millennium Falcon, which till this day is still one of my favorite scenes in any of the movies, to Cloud City. You know, there's no sun setting, but the sky is orange and Slave One is there and you see the bounty hunters and it's definitely got to be Empire for me. I love all the movies and there's scenes in every movie that I love, even the new prequels, but it's got to be Empire for me. All right. Well, I guess it's uh, unanimous, boys, because Empire Strikes Back is the superior Star Wars movie and it is also my favorite. I will say A New Hope's a close second because it was the original, so that will always hold a special place in my heart. It's tough to beat, man. Yeah, and the original Death Star scene when they attack that, um, when the X-Wings go after the Death Star and the TIE Fighter fights. just awesome. It's it's classic. Oh, in Rogue One? No, in in A New Hope, so... (laughs) One thing I really like about Empire and just shows you how good it was, was how little they did for the special editions. Yeah, they didn't have to change too much. I mean, all they really did was add some stuff to Cloud City, like looking out the windows and stuff. You know, they they really didn't do much to that movie. Tweaked the Wampa a little bit. There was That's right. Yep. Added some new scenes with the Wampa. But I would say the main reason I love that movie is you got to see Luke finally 
confront his nemesis. I mean, for the first time, he didn't really go toe-to-toe with him in the first movie. I mean, yeah, technically, Vader was chasing him down in the trench, and he, with Han's help, was able to get the shot off and blow up the Death Star, but he didn't go toe-to-toe against Vader. In this one, he actually grew a pair of balls and went after Vader to save his friends. Got his ass handed to him, and like Money said, got his hand chopped off, but he still... Yeah. He still showed some gravitas. I almost forgot about the little green bastard Yoda, too. You know? Yep, Yoda. In... Yeah, and... the part on Dagobah where Luke goes into that cave and fights Vader. Oh, and that was frightening. Cuts off his head. Yeah, that and was it, frightening. It's Luke's face. Yes, very that, frightening. That scared the I mean, shit out of, of me when I was little. And one of the most chilling, one of the most exciting moments of the whole movie was when, when Yoda lifts the X-Wing out of the swamp with using the Force. And True. the music changes and it gets really, really heightened. And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> you know? And, of course, Luke says the famous line, I don't believe it, and Yoda says, that's why you failed. (laughs) (laughs) Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Try not. Do or do not. There is no try. But that movie rules, and when Vader reveals to Luke that he's his father, that's just one of the coolest moments. That movie wouldn't have worked today because of the internet. I mean, because that would have been spoiled instantaneously, and everyone would have known. But back then, in, in 1980, they didn't have this, like, immediate information, unless, like, one of your friends saw the movie and spoiled it for you. You didn't know that was coming. So The that, only info, source of info you had was Starlog magazine. Right. But that was amazing, that reveal, and what a total shock and surprise. And then, of course, you didn't know if it was true, so you waited until Return of the Jedi came out to find out if he was lying. No way could that be true, right? I mean, that couldn't be true. That was just such a great twist. So for I know I didn't want it to be true. Yeah, just think about that, Tom. Like, back then, like you were saying, no internet and, you know, just the magazines. But you had to wait three years before you found out what was going on. But there was no, oh, this is what's probably going to happen. You would just talk about with your friends and well no what you would do derek is you'd get all your action figures and you'd carry on the story you'd like make it up for yourself like with the figures and play it out that was half the fun of star wars and what a unique childhood we all had because of it well maybe maybe for you your unique childhood you had like fucking 50 adats but i didn't have any i didn't have 50 adats i had two terror drones and i had one adat and right. how many uh, of the general flag things did you have? I didn't have any of those USS flags. <laughs> the USS flag? No. Yeah, whatever it was. Never had that. I wanted it. Yeah, come on. And you're the G.I. Joe guy. <laughs> I, did I have, never had that either. I did have the remote control Jawa Sandcrawler, though. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. You, had a ter- you had a terror drone at every house you ever stayed at. <laughs> your grandmother's, your aunt's, your other grandmother, your other aunt, your uncle. All I know is my mom used to get really, really pissed off at me. (laughs) I remember my mom getting really pissed off at me because I would take our pantry because like in the old apartment that we grew up in, we had a pantry where you basically walk in and all the shelves as high as you could see would be full of food and boxes and stuff. Yeah. I would literally just turn it into a giant base. Nice. I would turn it out. Oh my God, dude. My mom used to get so pissed. I was thinking about it the other day. We have like a, a new one of the newest Keurigs here at my house. Mm-hmm. It looks like it looks like a back to tank, dude. It, it glows blue <laughs> and the bubbles go up when it works. I said, dude, if I had this when I was fucking 10 years old, I would have shit my pants. It would have yeah, been the coolest thing ever. You would have had a Luke figure in there. I would have, dude. I would have yeah. had Luke suspended in that thing. Awesome. Every day I would. My mom would be so pissed, you know? That's pretty awesome. All right. Well, 
I know Rich's answer on this one, but I don't I don't think I know Derek and Money's answer, so this is a good question. Who's your favorite Star Wars character, Derek? And why? I don't, I don't even know, man. There, if you there, had to I, pick I, one, you have to pick one. There's so many, man. I, I you know, honestly one doesn't really stand out to me that much where you know, I, I can't say, Oh, it's Boba Fett or Hans. All right, all right. Put it this way. Like, if when you were a kid, that. who did you want to be when you grew up? What character did you wish you could be? Out of Star Wars? No, out of Melrose. Pl- out of Melrose Place. Yeah. No, out of Billy. Star Wars. Mahoney from Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would have wanted to be Commandant Lassard because he's the one who got the blowjob. I'd job. be Tackleberry, dude. There you go. <laughs> Jay Money would be hooked. I don't no, know. Sweet Chuck. Commandant Lassard's the one who... <laughs> Commandant Lassard's the one who got the Hummer and be from the podium, you know. That was pretty yummy, cool. Yummy, 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 yummy. That was. Cool. <laughs> There's a sound bite. <laughs> Thanks for that one, Rich. Uh, you'll be hearing that one again. <laughs> what? Uh, what? What? Who? Who was your favorite character? Come on, give me somebody. Not heads need to know. Hashtag not heads need to know. And it can't be a droid. Can't be R five D four. It can be whoever you want. As long as it's a Star Wars character. It could be the, the Sarlacc. It could R2. be the fucking Sarlacc monster, okay? I don't care. What about the Jawa who shot R2? Utini! Honestly, you know, it's probably going to be Han Solo. Of course. And I'm just saying that just for the show, honestly, because I can't really pick one. Okay. Uh, when, when I was little, I probably liked him the best uh, out of him or Luke. Okay. How about you, Jay Money? Well, when I was younger, it was definitely Luke. But uh, as I got older, I liked Boba Fett the most. And then after episode two, I thought that Boba Fett was stupid. But then after his appearance on the later seasons of The Clone Wars, I liked Boba Fett again. So I'm going to go with Boba Fett. Okay. I never finished The Clone Wars. He was really cool on that. Did you see that, Rich? Uh, no, I have not yet. And I oh, plan yeah. on watching it. It was he was uh you know he was younger Boba Fett but he was still really cool he had a bunch of the bounty hunters with him he had oh yeah yes I did see that I did see that was yes, he I chilling did. with when Dengar he's, he's a little uh, bastard in that <laughs> yeah he is <laughs> that redeemed him from episode two for me because episode yeah. two uh, Boba Fett was just awful when well, he was a you know, kid you know what's he gonna uh, do well when his dad shooting you know Obi Wan and he's like get him dad get him what a little oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. And the Trandosians are in it, and you know, so it's actually really good stuff. And the Clone Wars, yeah, the yeah, Batman that was, Bosks, yeah, Bosks yeah, yeah, yeah. There were he was in there, yep. And IG eighty eight makes an appearance, and I don't think Dengar does. No, IG eighty eight was in uh, was in his group though. Yeah, and yeah, that was really awesome. Cool. So Boba Fett for you. How about you, Rich? I I already know the answer, but tell the knotheads who your favorite Star Wars character is. Well, you know who my favorite Star Wars character is? It's Boba Fett. And, yes. and there are a couple of reasons why it's Boba Fett. Like I said, when I first seen him on the big screen when I was little, you know, you really don't see much of him in the movie till you get to Cloud City. No, he probably but, has total in, in the entire trilogy, including the special edition little appearance in 15. A New Hope. He's probably about 10, 10 to 15 minutes in the, in the entire trilogy. And, and part of the reason why Boba Fett is like, you know, kind of like my favorite character or like my favorite hero is that Han Solo in the first Star Wars movie, Han Solo is just the cockiest, coolest, badass guy, blast greeter out in the freaking cantina, flying the Millennium Falcon around, like hooking up with Princess Leia, you know, doing everything like a cool space scoundrel will do. And all of a sudden you got somebody here that fucking takes him down. 
And so would you say you uh, Han Solo is the arrogant prick of the original Star Wars movies? <laughs> <laughs> you know, here you here you are. You got a guy that has this wicked cool scratched up battle armor. He's got a rocket pack. He's got a visor, and you never see his face. You never know who the character is, and he's got a flame launcher. He, he, he's just the coolest fucking Star Wars character made out there. And believe me, I'm a huge Darth Maul fan, and I'm a huge like Count Dooku fan. And I like a lot of characters in the Star Wars universe, Bosk. And even though you don't see Bosk at all, it just his just his costume and his his appearance. But yeah, Boba Fett, all the way for me, man. Awesome. How cool yeah. was the twelve uh, inch figure, Rich? When you could like look through his head? Oh hell yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and you you moved that little antenna thing, and it clicked. That was the awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that absolutely. was the remember that was the first twelve inch figure that had like all different articulation too. Yeah, absolutely. The launching missile out of the backpack and. What about the time the fir- very first time you could ever get the Boba Fett action figure was mail away? I mailed away for it. You know, I never got the relaunching missile one, but no, you know. I didn't. But I did mail away for it before Empire even came out. Yep, of course. That was that was an awesome figure. I was pissed that I had to cut out my Walrus Man fucking proof of purchase and my Greedo proof of purchase and my Snaggletooth proof of purchase to send in for that sucker. Did you keep yeah. the cards? I used to. I used oh, really? to. I don't have That's any cool. of them anymore. I always just cut out the, you know, the proof of purchase seal and I just kept those are going to stack because I knew they'd do that again. Oh, yeah. I had a little cigar box full of those fucking things. Yeah, I did that with the G.I. Joes, too. I don't remember doing that with Star Wars, but like, remember the card art on the back of the G.I. Joe? The file card? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but like the card art, it would show the other characters. Oh, the other figures in that wave? Yeah, I would yeah. cut out all those little squares, those characters, and like tape them on my wall. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I have all my tech specs, all my Transformers from Generation 1. <laughs> that's awesome. Derek's father, the wild man, bought me that 12-inch Boba Fett. Oh, that's awesome. that's awesome. And I still have it. That's really cool. All right, so obviously I asked who your favorite character was. Now I'm going to ask you who your least favorite character of the entire Star Wars saga is, and I'm pretty sure everyone's going to have the same answer, but let's <laughs> let's test the waters here. <laughs> Derek D. Rock Mitris, who is your least favorite character? If there was one character you could take out of the entire Star Wars saga, who would that character be and why? Watto. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. No way, dude. Watto's awesome. <laughs> what kidding. is wrong with you? <laughs> Without a shadow of, of a doubt, I would I would say Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Looking back at the original three movies... I can't even pick pick out a character that I was just so appalled with, like, and I wouldn't Such even a, say any of the Ewoks were, and, and that's you know that that's a stretch. No, because that. the Ewoks actually served a purpose. Jar Jar Binks served no fucking purpose other than to get Emperor Palpatine into power and yeah, to make fart the, make fart jokes in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, the prequel just had just so many dumb characters. Like, I didn't like the Gungans. I didn't like Jar Jar. I didn't like those stupid flying guys. The Genosians. The Genosians, yeah, that, like, I didn't like those. Like, I don't know. Over time, too, they don't hold up at all, so it just keeps getting worse and worse. Over I, I think the prequels relied too heavily on CGI. It would have been nice if the Nemoidians were guys in costumes, but they were awful. Yeah, you could just l- look at all the aliens, like in the Cantina and Jabba's Palace. Like, all those guys are awesome, and they look good and real. And it's just not like that with the new, with the you know. New you wanted world. to no, know more about every one of those guys, too. Sticks, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> death sticks. That's right. The the what were the the Tanika sisters? Was that who was given yeah. death sticks? <laughs> yeah, they were looking yeah. for. You guys want to buy some death sticks? You know, like, I, I would take guy? I would take the Rancor Keeper, which is my least favorite Star Wars 
<laughs> figure of all time. I would take him over Jar Jar Binks. Wow, that's strong statement. Yeah, the reason I say that for so when I, when I was little, I had two fucking Rancor keeper figures. I don't know why, but it just pissed me off that I had two of them. Did you have a Rancor monster? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh okay. I was going to say, that would be like the biggest letdown ever, is if you had a couple Rancor Keepers, but you never got the actual Rancor Monster figure. Well, it pissed, I think it pissed me off, because it's like, you know someone like got that for you. He's like, oh, Derek likes Star Wars, and they get me like Rancor Keeper figure. The shittiest not only figure. Is, is it a lame figure, but I already have uh, one. Right. Well, I pre-ordered the 12-inch Sideshow one for you, Derek, when it's coming out. So <laughs> They're not making that. <laughs> I'm sure eventually they will. <laughs> do, do they have a, a Sideshow figure of Jar Jar? Oh, they do not. That would be embarrassing. All right, Jay Money. Yeah, I agree with Derek. Yeah, Jar Jar. I figured. All the Gungans in general, except I, well, I like the other guy, Captain Tarples. He was funny. How about Boss Ness? <laughs> he was embarrassing. Boss yeah. Ness kicks ass. <laughs> all, that, all that crap was so bad when episode one came out, dude. I remember being so excited for the movie and you know, all the guys at work going to see it, and they're like, dude, that was like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And I'm the like, the pod oh. race, dude, is epic. The pod race is awesome, man. No, I, I agree. But I just, all the, the stupid race. casual people that I worked with at work all went to see it, and they knew I was so excited, and they just came back after that weekend, and they're like, dude, that was fucking stupid. And <laughs> it was just hard to defend it at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't for the pod race and the end Darth duel Maul. between Darth Maul and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, that movie would have no redeeming factors whatsoever. Yeah, and, and like I feel like those people just were Jar Jar overshadowed the whole thing for them. They just didn't couldn't they didn't really care about anything he else, just, you know? You know what? He took you out of the movie, didn't he? Right. Every scene he was in. <laughs> he took you out of it. Like you were trying to be sense. in a Star Wars feel and you couldn't get that Star Wars feel because this fucking clown was saying stupid shit. You was a thinking. You was a people going to die. I mean, what the hell? Was, what was he doing? What was P- he? user. I mean, good lord, it was uh, bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Rich. So I think I know the answer. <laughs> but who's your least favorite character? Well, I mean, it's a close tie here because Ooh, uh, tie. you guys. I don't know how your your opinion is here, but I thought one of the coolest characters from The Force Awakens was Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. And when you see Kylo Ren come off the ship and you hear his voice and he can stop a laser blast in midair with the Force, mm-hmm. and you're like, holy shit, this guy is fucking awesome. Then he takes his helmet off and he's just this big fucking pussy. We've talked about <laughs> this before. Oh my God, dude. In, in our trailer in, in, for uh, The Last Jedi about how put the stupid helmet on, you idiot. Oh you God, look like dude. a moron. Yeah, he does. He, he's got these huge lips and he's got this long, long hair and he's got these big doubting eyes. He just kind of like ruined the character for me from that point. So he's got a lot of redeeming to do. Well, he looks like he looks like a fucking emo, an emo kid. Like, yeah, put the fuck. You're all trash. You ever see one of those, you know, the, you know, those seals, those Arctic seals that look up at you and they blink like they want something. That's what he reminds me of. The hair. <laughs> He, he's got to redeem himself in The Last Jedi in order for me to, to really like the character. I don't dislike him, but... I like him with the helmet on, he but needs I to dislike keep the him helmet with the helmet on. off. Yeah, he needs to keep I think he's got to do things. something really, yeah. like... He's got to do something really mean and, and bad and, like, you know, irredeemable in, in the next movie. Oh, you mean, like, can't kill his, his father? No, but maybe... Yeah, I mean, he, he did that, but it just didn't even... I mean, you know, him as an actor, as, as a character, I just didn't like it. Uh, he's just got to do something even nastier. I don't know. How yeah, can you do anything nastier than that? 
He's got to shave his head and wear a cowboy hat or something. Be like Cad go. Bane, you know? <laughs> Sounds good. Who knows? Cad you guys Bane. are picking on cowboy hats. Cad Bane wears a cowboy hat. He and does. He's badass. He he's does. badass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting off topic. I'm going to really no, so Jar Jar I'm, re- I'm reeling you guys the back. Absolute in. stupidest character in the Star Wars universe. His voice, his outfit, the way he walks, the way he interacts, is is farting, his sticking out his tongue. Doesn't belong in a Star Wars universe at all. Oh, that was the worst scene when he too. when he electrocuted himself and and then he I can't oh, feel my tongue. tongue. I can't feel my tongue. My tongue. It's like, oh. shut your fucking mouth. And that weird animal farted into the fan or the, the engine oh. of the pod racer, and he's like, oh, me, that. Yeah, that was when he went, oh. pee, use Oh, God. Awful. <laughs> I mean, I understand he was putting that movie to appeal to kids, but God, George, do you think kids like stupid shit? No, we like cool shit. It was horrible. That's the dude. thing. That wasn't the target audience. Kids had moved on to other shit by then. Right. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. It was us that was excited for a new Star Wars, not kids. And it backfired. <laughs> on it, but then on you it. see Darth Maul and you forget all about Jar Jar Binks. True. So, True. You know? All right, yeah, boys. So Jar Jar Binks is it's my vote for the worst character. I don't like him at all. Well, I would agree. I would agree. Like worse than Betty White in Star Wars Holiday Special? No, uh, she's awesome. Betty White wasn't <laughs> in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, it was B. Arthur. B. Arthur. The other girl from the Golden Girls. Yes, yeah. it was B. Arthur. <laughs> The other old hag. Derek, you got those the pop figures staring at you right there from the Golden Girls. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, real quick. They're, they're, or they're staring at you. Hang on, real quick. That reminds me. I promised Iron Mike it was his birthday. Oh, Christ, Iron Mike. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> You're an asshat. You're the one who said you want him to go to New York. Shut the fuck up. I didn't say I Did I? Yeah. Listen to last <laughs> week's episode. I hope he can come. The more the merrier. Here, I'll play the clip for you. Barbara Mike's not going? No, he should. Sure. I know. Well, he could always come down for the night and party with us. He doesn't. He just won't go to the convention because he didn't uh, get a ticket. But yeah, he could sucks. still. He could still come party with us. I hope he does. There you go. The cheaper the room, if he comes. Anyways, Iron Mike's birthday was last week, and he had asked me to do an F Mary kill with you guys. So you just reminded me talking about the Golden Girls. Iron Mike wants us to do an F Mary kill. With the Golden Girls, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you real quick. Do you, are you familiar with this game, F Mary Kill? You know what that means? No. F no. as in fuck, marry, or kill. So which one would you fuck? Which one would you marry? And which one would you kill? There's four. Okay. Of them. I understand that, but we're not counting Sophia because Sophia's just gonna be in the corner taking pictures of everything. Well, if you marry yeah. them, don't you get to fuck them or hey. to choose them? Have you never played this game, Money? No. I didn't invent it. Really, you've never heard of this. Just but play. Sophia was actually one of the younger... Hey, assholes, can we move it along? Can we not overanalyze the game and just fucking play it? <laughs> can we not discuss it for 20 minutes? Can we just fucking do it? I got to talk about Golden Girls. Real quick. I got to Google a picture of the Golden Girls. I don't know what they look like. All right. You do that. And while you do that, I'll ask D-Rock because he knows Ugh. full well. They're like lame, lame versions of the grandmas for Grandma's Boy. They're like right. the lamer versions. All right. Derek. <laughs> F. Mary Kill between Rose, Dorothy, and Blanche. And, of course, Rose is Betty White, Dorothy is B. Arthur, and Blanche is Rue McClanahan. Um, Who do you fuck? Would, Who do you marry? F, Who do you kill? Yeah, F would definitely be Betty White's character because she was in Grandma's Boy, like Rich uh, said. Rose? <laughs> yeah, Rose. Mary would be uh, uh, Blanche because she's the youngest out of the group, so she'd you know be able to do your laundry and make you uh, protein shakes and fucking dinner for the longest amount of time. 
And uh, Kale would definitely be be Arthur's character because she's uh, you know utterly a, uh, repulsive. A man. Yes. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> what? All right, J Money. Don't disparage the dead. The poor woman's no longer with us. Oh, she uh, is. I, she... I had this hour on a, a roast, uh, one of those Comedy Central roasts. I'm that. pretty sure she has shaken off this mortal coil. Oh, I didn't know. That. Google it to verify, but I'm almost. I'm. 110% sure that B. Arthur has passed on. Oh, then I don't have to worry about killing her. She's already dead, so I'll kill her. Oh, man. All right, Jay Money, how about you? Who, uh, who do you F, who do you marry, who do you kill? Kill B. Arthur. Uh, I don't know the other one's names. I guess fuck the one with the black hair and marry the one with the blonde hair. <laughs> I don't know what their names are. Black hair and blonde hair. We're talking about the guy. They all have gray hair, hair you stupid ass. What are you talking I about? Pi- I don't know. I guess you, you probably mean Betty White as the blonde. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, Betty White is the one with the blonde hair, right? Correct. Yeah, okay, I would marry her. Girls from Step they all Step. have gray hair, dude. The other one has darker hair, though. Rue McClanahan? Yeah, I would fuck her. Okay. And kill B. Arthur and marry Betty White. All right. Because she probably has a lot of money, and I like money. All right, fair enough. All right. How about you, Rich? Wow. Tom, after can we vote for worst segment ever on the podcast? <laughs> we'll leave that up to the listeners. I have an idea what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, Blanche, Blanche is a party animal, I think. So, yep. you know, I'd definitely like to uh, get down with her. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely seems like she would like, you know, party it up. Yeah, she'd, rock, Mary, she'd rock your world. Mary, what's that? She'd rock your world. Oh, sure, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Betty White, you know. She's just going to be there for a long, long time. She's going to do everything for you. She's going to be cool. She's and she's still around today. You know, she's she still chills. But uh, that other one, Rita Repulsa. In the <laughs> oh, poor B. Arthur, man. Yeah, exactly, man. Stop. You fuck her then, Tom. Dude, yeah, you, you fuck her, Tom. This poor woman that's is. Man. That, that's like Mrs. Man from fucking. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh... You guys are awful. Scary movie. That's Mrs. Yeah. Man. You're awful. All right. Well, <laughs> I will say you got to marry Betty White because Betty White's awesome, right? So you want to yeah. like you want to spend the rest of your if you got to spend the rest of your life with one of those three, it's got to be Betty White. She's the coolest of the three. I'm going to fuck Blanche because, as Rich said, she's probably a freak. Probably takes it in the butt. <laughs> Oh, my God. What does this have to do with Star Wars, by the way? <laughs> well, I'm getting to that. And then, unfortunately, I have to kill B. Arthur, even though she was in the Star Wars Holiday Special. There's your Star Wars connection, Rich. Oh, Jesus. This is worth it. Then. Unfortunately, she's got to go because, uh, as you said... She, she looks like an Ewok. No, no, but I just... Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> That has to be posted on the Facebook page immediately. Well, not immediately, but when this when this episode drops, <laughs> you got to show that Rich can't see that because he's not in the chat. You got to send that to Rich. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I can multitask. Right? It's fucking brilliant. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. Holy shit, that's funny. Hold on, I just got a beef. I think I got something. Yeah, money. Money found a picture of the Golden Girls. With a Star Wars connection. 
We're gonna post that on the Facebook page so everyone can <laughs> everyone can see what we're laughing at. Oh, that's <laughs> and awesome. enjoy. But uh that's pretty brilliant actually. Marty, that's a freaking that's awesome right there, buddy. <laughs> I changed my answer. I, I now wanna uh I wanna F Sophia, aka Mascanada. Um, exactly. Yeah, that, she's the hottest in the bunch, but Anyway, all right, so thanks for playing that game. Iron Mike appreciates it. That was for Iron Mike. Back to Star Wars. I, I got some Star Wars facts I'm going to throw at you. And then we're going to do a little quiz. I'm going to test your knowledge, see how well you guys know Star Wars. So it's a little-known fact, but Yoda was almost played by a monkey originally. Uh, did you guys know this? No, a monkey? A monkey, not a puppet, but a monkey. Like a machi Like a little adorable monkey wearing a mask. And carrying a cane. They wanted to actually... They wanted to from Aladdin? No, they wanted to train, like have a trained monkey actually play Yoda. That was the original plan. They wanted to run train? Anyway, Like BJ and the bear? Okay. Like orangutan? Anyways. They flip you off at the time? All right. All right. <laughs> so Return of the Jedi almost had a different ending. In story development session, George Lucas actually toyed with the idea of, after Luke removing dying Vader's helmet, he would put it on himself and say, now I am Vader, and turn to the dark side. That was actually a thought in George Lucas's mind. He actually thought that would be a good idea at one point, and he almost did that. I think that sounds pretty cool. Well, not if yeah. the movie's ending. You want the movie to end with Luke falling to the dark side, and that's the end of the movie? Because well, they probably would have had a, did episode seven. <laughs> yes, a lot sooner than they did. True. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, so that's kind of interesting. I thought I'd rather see that than Jar Jar. Oh, definitely. I, I will give you that. I got a lot of Yoda facts because I like Yoda. But depending on what movie you're watching, Yoda has a different number of toes. In Phantom Menace, he has three toes. But in Empire, Return of the Jedi, and Revenge of the Sith, he has four. So somebody it's obviously older. somebody wasn't paying any attention to continuity back then because. They... Maybe he reached puberty? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there are no female fighter pilots in the original trilogy, as there are also no female stormtroopers, but we all knew that. Yeah, they're all in the kitchen, right? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they're, in the ca- they're working in the cafeteria? They're in the cantina, yeah. making blue milk. All right. uh-huh. If George Lucas had not sold the movie Star Wars, guess what movie he would have been directing next? His next directing project would have been Apocalypse Now. Can you imagine that? I've never seen that. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You've never seen Apocalypse Now? No. Wow. We could put Jarger in here and blow him up. <laughs> okay. It looked like the most boring movie ever, so I never saw it. All right. This one's kind of interesting. I didn't realize this. But Han Solo boasts about how fast the Millennium Falcon is, right? Mm-hmm. Says it makes, Tom, it makes the Kessel. Did you know that Tom Hardy's going to be Venom? Yes, I did know that. What, what does that have to do with this information? It does the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs? Is that what it is? Right, yes. he can. So it, it made the Kessel Run, right, in so many parsecs. <laughs> but what, what you don't realize is that it's scientifically incorrect because a parsec is a unit of distance and not time. There's also no sound in space, but there is in Star Wars. Well, yes, that's right. true. Good call. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Is that why they say no one can hear you scream in space? That's a different franchise. All right, I got one last one of, about Yoda, because, like I said, I like Yoda. Yoda's original name was Minch Yoda. So Yoda was actually his last name, and his first name was Minch. 
Or maybe his last name was Minch because he talks backwards, you know, so maybe Yoda is his first name. Who knows? But anyway, boy, you guys seem really excited about this. Let's move on. <laughs> you guys fucking suck. Did you Google, like, the most boring Star Wars trivia ever? All right. I tried to find stuff that I didn't think you'd know. <laughs> I tried to find stuff that I didn't think you would know. Because you guys obviously know a lot of shit about Star Wars. How rude. Wow. I've just about had enough of you. This is madness. Any day now. Okay. All right. I think money fell asleep. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think money's joke went on a little too long. That's what I think. <laughs> Ass hat. Are you done, money? It was a sleeping rancor. Come on. <laughs> money, are you done being a dick? Yeah. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Why you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? You know, I, when I told you we were going to do this Star Wars special episode, you could have maybe brought something to the table yourself and not left it all up to me. If you don't fucking like what I'm bringing, you can fuck off. Or <laughs> maybe you could come up with something better, since, you know, I'm the only one fucking putting forth any effort in this. I have some Star Wars news for you. Okay, go ahead. At the end of, in the, at the end of August this year, uh, they're going to release a K2SO and Cassian Andor uh, one-shot, which kind of uh, explains the origin of them, and it takes place before the Rogue One movie. Mm-hmm. So I thought that for Marvel Comics, so I thought that looked pretty cool. That is cool, awesome. I, I love those uh, characters in the movie. So definitely, that is actually cool. I look forward to that. Tom, I thought of you. One of the coolest little, uh, if get your opportunity, make your way to a uh, local Toys R Us. They got the new Lego sets that were due out on June first, and oh. they just released the Bounty Hunter Battle Pack. Really? Who's yeah. in it? You get Bosk, IG-88, Forlom, and Dengar, and a speeder bike for 13 bucks. And no, it is awesome. No Zuckus? Nope. No Zuckus. That's Damn the only it. figure they haven't done in the Bounty Hunter so far. Those motherfuckers. Yeah, I know. All right. Now I'm going to test your knowledge if, it, if it's okay with money, if he's not going to fall asleep through this. Money? What? Are you... Are you... <laughs> Are you going to be part of this, or what are you doing? Yeah, I'm looking up the Bounty Hunter Battle Pack. Oh, okay. All right, so I'm going to throw some multiple choice at Shade? you. Shade? I'm going to throw some multiple choice at you here. I'm going to ask you a question and give you some multiple choice. Now, if you know the answer, you can let me know. I'm going to give you keywords. You're going to yell the keyword, and whoever answers first, obviously, is going to win. All right, ready? If you know the answer, Derek, if you know it, you're going to yell, yo. Money, if you okay. know it. You're going to yell cha-ching. Rich, if okay. you know it, you're going to yell yeehaw. You going to do that for me or what? No, yeah. no Google involved here. Yeah, do not Google. You should know most. No of, most of these are pretty easy, but let's see who can get the most. Ready? I'm going to ask you, what was the original name of Return of the Jedi? Cha-ching, Revenge of the Jedi. All right. Thank you, Money. Do you have to give the answer, too? Well, <laughs> he just did. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I thought that's how this was going to work. Well, you say cha-ching, and then I'll say, yes, money, what is the answer? And then you can, oh. it doesn't matter. Oh. It's fine. It's, right. you, you knew it, so you were right. Okay, what was Princess Leia's last name? Cha-ching. Yeehaw. Yeah. Money. Organa. 
Very good. Money's tearing it up right now. Very good. Uh, let's see. What is the line that is in every Star Wars movie? Yeehaw. Cha-ching! Uh, I'm going to give that to Rich. I heard a yeehaw first. I've got a bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. Very good. So let's see. Who was the only actor ever nominated for an Oscar for his or her work on one of the Star Wars movies? Cha-ching! Oh, my God, money. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And the actor's name? Alec Guinness. Man, you are tearing it up, dude. Okay. He's been drinking potato vodka. <laughs> Who was the puppeteer that voiced Yoda? Cha-ching! Yo. Why don't you Frank like us? Wow, man, money, you are just taking the trophy home. All right. Who said this? From here, you will witness the final destruction of the Alliance and the end of your insignificant rebellion. Yeehaw. Go ahead. What is it, Rich? Emperor Palpatine. Very good, Palpatine. Very good. I'm going to give you multiple choice. What happened to Luke Skywalker's right hand after Darth Vader cut it off with a lightsaber? Was it A, presumably fell into Bespin's orbit and never seen again? B, Luke abandoned it in the carbon freezing chamber while fighting Vader? C, Luke's friends aboard the Millennium Falcon were able to catch it. Or D, Darth Vader kept it. Cha-ching, A. Yep, obviously. I didn't even know, I just guessed. Who said this? Jabba's put a price on your head so large, every bounty hunter in the galaxy will be looking for... uh, Cha-ching, All right, I was going to give that to Rich because I heard a yeehaw first. Yeehaw first, yeah. Don't don't shout out the answer until I give you the nod. This game's fixed. You're, what are you talking about? You're winning so far, you doof. All right, this is good. This is a little trickier. What location stood in for Tatooine in the first 1977 Star Wars movie? Where was it Cha-ching. filmed? Location? Yeah, what was the location where they filmed the scenes for Tatooine in the first Star Wars? Cha-ching. You know this money? Las Vegas? No. I'm going to go with the Gobi Desert. You're closer, but that's wrong. Derek, you care to guess? No. The Tunisian desert. Tunisia. So I I stumped you some, somehow. That was a good one. All right. was, I was going to say Jakku, but... <laughs> Whose DNA was used in the creation of the clone army? Yo. Yo. D-Rod. <laughs> Go ahead. Django Fett. Very good. All right. When Anakin Skywalker finally became Darth Vader in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, which actor was in the suit? Was it David Prowse? Peter Mayhew? Or was it Hayden Christensen? Yeehaw. Who is it, Rich? David Prowse. You are wrong, sir. All right. Yo. Who is it, D-Rock? Hayden Christensen. You are correct. It was it's Hayden It's not Peter Mayhew. He can't stand up straight anymore. No, and he, was, <laughs> and he was also Chewbacca. How did George Lucas first meet Harrison Ford? This is multiple choice. Yo. Oh, you actually know this. All Unless right. out of American Graffiti. But how did he meet him before he cast him in American Graffiti? I'm going to give you some options. Ready? Harrison drove George home after drinking too much. Harrison was Carrie Fisher's real-life boyfriend. Or George hired Harrison to build cabinets. I don't know. Yeehaw. What is it, Rich? Uh, he hired Harrison Ford to build cabinets. He did. Because uh, Harrison Ford's a carpenter before he became an actor. You are right. He did. Ooh, and, and nice I, one, Rich. And do you, know how, do you know how he actually got cast as Han Solo? I do not. He was reading the lines opposite the actors who were trying out for the role. <laughs> and George Lucas liked his cadence and the way he was delivering the lines so much he gave him the part. 
That's but, awesome. But he was actually the guy that the actors trying out for the role were reading to, and he would read back. I think, <laughs> I think that's a pretty cool little bit of trivia. That's awesome. All right. Who said this? This bounty hunter is my kind of scum, fearless and inventive. Yeehaw. Rich? Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. Who said this? I'm rather embarrassed, General Solo, but it appears that you are to be the main course at a banquet in my honor. Cha-ching. Money? Lando Calrissian. No. <laughs> no. No. I can't think of that, man. Holy crap. I'll repeat it. I'm rather embarrassed, General Solo, but it appears that you are to be the main course oh, at a banquet. Yeah. Who is it? <laughs> at C-3PO. Of course. Thank the maker. All right, I got a couple more. Like, oh, oh. Bowing down to uh, C-3PO right. as a god. That's right. That's awesome. Who was the actor inside R2-D2? Yo. Oh, good one, J-Rock. Warwick Davis. You are wrong. Do you need Cha-ching. Mo- Go ahead, Money. Anthony Davis. Oh, it's Kenny Baker. I'm sorry. Yes, Kenny Baker. Is <laughs> I, had a, oh. I, had a brain, I had a brain fart all of a sudden. That's right. <laughs> so did Jar Jar. <laughs> all right, let's Lisa, see. No, no. What was Luke's aunt and uncle, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, what was their job on Tatooine? Cha-ching. Yeah. I'm going to give that to Money. Farmers. What kind? Vegetable. Blue cow farmers. No. Uh, go ahead, Rich. Vegetable. Moisture farmers. Moisture oh, farmers. Rich moisture. gets it. Yeah, you're right. How many forms of communication is C-3PO fluent in? Yo. Go ahead, D-Rock. 3,000. Nope. Anybody else care to guess? I trying to think, man. 4 million? All right, I'll give you multiple choice. Ready? Yeah. 8,000. 4 million. I said 4 million. Hold on. Okay. Over 6 million. Yeehaw, I go at over 6 million. You are correct. I was thinking at 3,625 to 1. Those are the <laughs> odds against the uh, surviving the, the asteroid belt. That's why I said 3,000. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what is the Wookiee's homeworld, and how do you say the name? Yeehaw. Go ahead, Rich. Kashyyyk. Very good. All right. And in which Star Wars movie does the camera pan back up after the opening crawl? Cha-ching Empire? Nope. Pan up? Yeah, they always pan down. At the beginning? Mm-hmm. But in this one movie, it panned up. I don't remember. Actually, I'd have to say... Uh, I'll give you... Yeehaw. Do you want multiple choice, or do you think you know it, Rich? I think it's Force Awakens. It is not. It's not. All right. Attack of the Clones. Yes, very good money. I win. You Googled, you bastard. Actually, I didn't. <laughs> no? No, I just guessed. Okay. This is the last one. Ready? This is So far, money's in the lead. Yeah. Which species stole the plans to the second Death Star? Ah, uh, yeehaw. Go ahead. The Genosians? No. No. I know they had them. Anyone else? No, you stumped me. I'm looking at all my figures. Was it the Ewoks? Did they take the hang glider to the Death Star to steal the plans? Or? No, I'm going <laughs> to, I'll just, I'll tell you. Many Bothans died. Who? Bothans. Who's that? Which species? They're the species that stole the plans to the second Death Star, the Bothans. All right, I'm going to give you one more because Rich will enjoy this one. Which bounty hunter in The Empire Strikes Back is wearing an old costume from a Doctor Who episode? Ugh. Which bounty hunter from The Empire Strikes mm-hmm. Back? They reused is an it? old Doctor Who costume for one of the bounty hunters. Which one? Cha-ching Zuckus? Nope. Come on, Rich. Wow. Rich, you should know this. It's your second favorite bounty hunter. Oh, yeehaw, I'd say Bosk. It is Bosk. <laughs> Now I hate boss because I hate Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Stop. Rich. Cut that I hate out. Doctor Who. Oh, the my worst. God. More like Doctor Pooh. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I got to give you another one. Hold on. What does at at stand for? Yeehaw. Go ahead, Rich. All terrain armored transport. You are correct. I think Rich and Money might be tied at this point. Really? So I'm going to have a tiebreaker. Okay. Nice. What is the next line after this? Sir, the odds of successfully navigating an asteroid field are 3,720 to 1. Cha-ching! Never tell me the odds. <laughs> that was a cake <laughs> and ice cream question. I you farted are, before I had a chance to speak it. So. You, you are correct. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> so I think money is going to... We're going to give it to money. He, he is the Star Wars trivia master. All right. And you are the expert. You are the expert of Star Wars on this podcast. So congratulations. I'm, I'm excited that I was a challenge to him. You were a challenge. I would say you were. <laughs> All right, boys. That was thanks. very exciting. Thanks. Did you like that one a little bit better than the trivia there, Money? Yeah. Especially I like the Golden Girls better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, boys. Why don't we wrap it up with some recommendations? Because this episode's getting a little long in the tooth, and we have talked all Star Wars that we need to talk, I think. Well, we didn't talk about favorite Star Wars toy, but how about we do that instead of recommendations? Real quick, who, what was your favorite Star Wars toy? Go around the room. Derek. Favorite toy? Yes. As a child or at any point? Whatever, whatever makes you comfortable. Mm, I will say the Y-Wing. Okay. How about you, Jay Money? The original TIE Fighter, the white one. That wasn't even, like, movie accurate. Mm-hmm. That when you uh, hit the button and the wings fell off. I loved that toy as a kid. Awesome. And how about you, Richie? I'm going to go with two different answers here. Growing up would be the Death Star Space Station with oh, the Trash yes. Compactor. Absolutely. Oh, you had yes. that, Rich? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I oh, did. With yes. the foam and, and the, the, the Dianoga. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. That is the coolest thing in the world. And you the bridge sp- that collapses and Luke can swing by. And, and the working elevator. You you are speaking my language, my friend. My parents couldn't um, afford that. It wasn't that expensive. Far, it wasn't. It was like 70 bucks or 60 bucks, I think. 60 bucks in 1978. Yeah, that might dude, have been the expensive. The was 100 <laughs> I didn't have an AT-AT either. All I had was a TIE fighter and an X-Wing. You guys are all spoiled little bastards. Well, my new favorite toy, I'd have to say, is going to be the Lego Ultimate Collector Slave 1. Mm. That thing is a work of art. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. One of my favorite new Star Wars so things. My favorite new toy is Sharktacons. Is that the one that's 300 bucks? Yeah. yeah. That's a pricey Lego. I'd have trouble uh, convincing the wife to let me buy that one. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Get ready Get ready for the, um, I gotta, uh, the Millennium Falcon is coming out from Lego. The huge rumor is flying around that it hits on Force Friday in September of this year for $699. Oh, my God. And this was the same Falcon when we went to New York City. And I think that was 2009 that they had it for $499. That is like almost seven grand on eBay right now. Oh, they're re-releasing that? Yes. They are reissuing it. I might have to get that then. Two different satellite dishes. Oh, cool! Why so would you, you can... buy that and not like build it? Well, oh, it's going to be suspended from my ceiling, I was dude. Say, it's going to be amazing. It. Cool. No, like the one from you know that we saw in New York. The fuck would you spend five hundred dollars on that? And not like open it up and play with it. Right. Exactly. Well, because you wanted to hold on to it and sell it on eBay for like three grand a couple of years. That's a later. huge money item right now. Yeah. So. yeah. I just looked it up. Seven grand on eBay. That's nuts. That's the same one I had in my hand at the when I was in New York City that weekend. Make sure. Make sure wish you bought it, and I never bought it. Did a dealer have it, or was it at the Lego store? The Lego store had it. Oh, wow. And Derek's like, you're going to lug that box all over New York City? <laughs> and the box was fucking huge. 
And I'm like, no, I'm not. And and then I said, well, I'm going to come back over the weekend and pick it back up. And I never did and forgot all about it. Oh, it came with minifigures too? Yep. Yeah, like seven or eight of them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's the grail of Legos. Yeah, it is. But the new one's phenomenal. Oh, so that was for the 30th anniversary. Right. So yeah, now they're re-releasing so. it for the uh, for the 40th. That's awesome. Oh, all those eBay it's people. Gonna have, it's going to have the square satellite dish for the Force Awakens, and mm-hmm. it's going to have the round satellite dish for A New Hope. Right. So it's gonna, wow. It's going to piss it's off good. all those eBay people who have their, their sets up there for thousands of dollars. That's it's what it's going gonna do. to. Yeah, it's going to change the market drastically. Yeah, it'll probably be a little bit more superior because there's some weaknesses on the older Falcon, and they're probably going to change a lot of things on it. So I'm excited about it. We'll see. Cool. Well, we'll look forward to pictures of that on the Facebook page once you buy it and build it. <laughs> That'll be sick. Oh, I can't wait to find out how long that takes to build. Oh, my God. I'll be lugging out all over Comic-Con, dude. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I would say my favorite toy, you, you mentioned it. It's that Death Star playset, man. I had a blast reenacting oh, yeah. all the scenes from the Death Star with that thing. That was all the bounty hunters up on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool. It was. It really was. And I think as far as a favorite vehicle, I'd have to go with the AT-AT. The AT-AT was such a cool toy. I never had that. I only had the ATST. Yeah, uh, that was not as good. <laughs> My AT-AT saw more snow than a real AT-AT did. Seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing was out in the snowstorms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. All right, boys. Well, I think that's going to do it for our very special 40th anniversary episode of Star Wars. Happy anniversary, Star Wars. Absolutely. And I want to thank our special guest, Cowboy Rich, for coming on and sharing his memories and thoughts and favorite moments and whatnot about Star Wars. Thank you, Rich. You're very welcome, and I appreciate the invite. You know, anytime I can spend a couple hours and, and chit-chat with some of my best friends about nothing but nerd shit, it's, it's awesome to me, buddy. That's why we do this podcast every week, my friend. It's purely for fun and so that I can occasionally argue with Jay Money. we got to do one on nothing but 80s toys. Oh, yeah. We'll have you on for that episode. We'll do it. We'll do, we need an all toy episode. That that needs to happen. Phenomenal. We kind of did bring their knowledge from their their neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. We did a toy episode for Christmas time, and that was one of our most popular episodes. So we definitely need to do another toy episode soon. That you know, will, Derek will be the GI Joe forefront guy. You know, money will be, be Star Wars, and I'll be Transformers, and Tom, you can probably be everything. Yeah, a little you bit know? of everything. Yep. You gonna talk about mask, Rich? Well, I could talk about mask, but you know, I'm I'm like a Transformers walking encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that should, be, that should be your forte. So. <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. Well, on behalf of my magical and metal co-hosts, boys, may the force be with you. Uh, awesome with you, Mister D Rock, Derek Metris. Stay classy, knotheads. And our special guest, Mister Rich. Cowboy. Thanks again, man. It was awesome. And of course, the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. Cowboy up. (laughs) May the force be with you, everyone. Until next week. Bye bye. Later. Later. Bye bye.